Welcome to the Stronger Business Podcast, where we discover how to get stronger together. What is up, entrepreneurs and business owners? Welcome back to the Stronger Business Podcast, where we learn how to get stronger together, things to make us more money, more successful, more profitable, ways to grow our business, and just all learn how to continue to grow together and get stronger. I am super excited for our guest today. I've I've got to know him over the last year and got to connect uh, through some business connections and doing some business together. And it is such a unique content that we can't find anywhere else as business owners and entrepreneurs. He's a writer. He's an author. He's an entrepreneur. He shares how to tell a story worth telling, how to take your message, put it into a book, how to share things, build a brand, create awesome content. Bill Blankshane, welcome to the podcast. Oh, happy to be here, Chad. Thanks for that awesome introduction. Man, this is this is exciting because you're the only person I know that does this as a business and that helps people build like awesome stories and content and books. And I think as as especially now in the influencer days of seeing stuff online, that's what we all want as business owners, but we have no idea what to do or where to turn or how to get there. Um, your business is called Story Builders, and and essentially you're, you're helping do that kind of across the country for entrepreneurs, right? Absolutely. I mean, our name is what we do. We build stories, right? Um, <laughs> yes. And and it, it really is, um, you know, I, I kind of saw a need out there where people People said, I want to do that, but I don't know how. And I think as entrepreneurs, wherever we see something that's hard to do, that's an opportunity, right? When, when you see something hard and you can solve the problem, then you can stop in <laughs> and do that um, in that way. I mean, yeah, there's so many examples out there, but yeah, hard hard should attract us when we find difficult things. I love it. You know what? It's, uh, I, I love that you recognize that because... I have a lot of clients that want to start another business or, you know, they want to leave their W2 job and, and be a business owner or, or have some sort of entrepreneur side gig. And I'm like, you got to solve a problem. Like it's got to be something hard and it's got to solve a problem for people where it's just not going to work. And man, you're, you're doing that at a high level. I'm, I mean, I'm not talking about your everyday entrepreneur with you, uh, you know, on the normal level. I mean, we're, we've got Kevin Harrington, Michael Hyatt, John Maxwell, Ziegler, you work with brand builders um, who we've had Jeremy on the podcast and talk about what they do before. And just, man, it's it, it's helping people on every level of the spectrum of entrepreneur and influencer. And it, it means you have, I'm guessing, a strategy and a model and a path that, that this more roadmap to help people get this content out and create something awesome. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and and we work with a lot of big names. Absolutely. But to, to be candid with you, uh, you know, we believe every story matters. And so it oh, is big names. It isn't just the influencers and all that. Um, you know, everybody has a valuable message. So I'm, I'm betting right now there, you know, there's an entrepreneur who has this burning message within him and he thinks it would be great to get it out in the world. And if only people could, only could tell it well and get it in people's hands. People could be helped. Uh, and I just want to be clear, you know, th that has just as much value, uh, you know, as as other big names that people might recognize. Um, but yes, yeah, we do have a, a, 
proprietary models we follow and plans we follow to put together following classic storytelling techniques and so forth. But we have, we go through all that to really make a, a complex process be very simple and enjoyable. That, that's what we're about. I love it. Enjoyable speaks to me because it, <laughs> it it just seems like hours of slaving over word documents of like putting stuff together. So it, it, if you've got a process that leads down a road of success and it's enjoyable, that's a huge win for all of us. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so where does this thing start, Bill? Is this the is it focused on a book or is it kind of figuring out your story and stages? How does how do you even begin to know where to begin on this journey? Well, I kind of talk about it like like an ecosystem, right? your your idea okay. ecosystem or your intellectual property ecosystem, you know. And so there there each ecosystem has defining features. That that has something we often call your brand story, like like what it, and we have a seven part process we go through to figure out that brand story for an individual or an organization. Um, and but from that, then you you really need some core content for the ecosystem, something to build around, and that's really where a book comes into play. It it allows you to get really clear on your message and your ideas, something tangible to put in people's hands, something tangible to talk about on podcasts and other media and push that out. Plus all that content can be repurposed in so many different ways, social media and, and so forth. It gives an opportunity for people to talk about you and your message. And then from that core content, you can then monetize other things around that trainings, workshops, digital courses, uh, coaching programs, there's all kinds of things that can come out of that. And, and that's often where the real money gets made or speaking engagements and, and those kind of things where you can make a lot more money with it. But um, it, it kind of begins with getting clear on your story. So every project we go through at some level, we're, we're helping people figure out their direction. Like one of my first questions all the time in these settings is, you know, where do you want to go with this? What, what, what's your end game? What, where, what are you trying to build? What are you trying to accomplish? Because if we don't begin with the end in mind, we'll, we'll never get there. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, that's, that's true in pretty much everything we do. And that was, man, that's something I learned the hard way as a young entrepreneur. I would, I would start going down all sorts of roads and paths and lanes. And even if I got to the end, it oftentimes wasn't where I even wanted to be or wanted to go. So I'm like, there's a better way to rethink this. Let's, let's start with the end in mind. And it, it made my life way easier. And, and I don't know if it's helpful for people, you know, we, we, we've made it to a place where we're helping a lot of people and so forth, but you know, it didn't start out that way. Like I, I didn't set out to become an entrepreneur, you know, and, and, and in fact, what you just said a minute ago, you know, step away from your corporate job and so forth. You know, I, I, I didn't have a corporate job, but I stepped away from my full-time job without really having clarity of where we were going. Uh, and so I don't recommend that by the way. <laughs> So, so I'm intrigued. How did you, how did you end up down this path? Was this something that, that kind of fell in your lap or that you'd always be interested in? Uh, from a young age, I had loved stories and storytelling and thought of myself as a writer. Okay. Yet as I got older, you know, opportunity came along and family needs came along and I needed a job and all that came together. I ended up helping to start a private school up in Ohio uh, and and helped found that and then led that for a dozen years. So doing doing what most people would call good work, helping people and so forth. But it all began to over time. It began to feel more and more a little off. And there was this burning sense within me of I thought you were a writer. I thought you were story. I, I thought that's what you were about. And here you're doing something that's 
similar, but different, you know? Um, and so finally I just came to the point where I felt like either I have to let go of that dream or I got to go all in and pursue it because something has to give here. And so make a long story short, I decided to let go of where I was and step out in pursuit of something more. Uh, again, uh, most people I would say probably should be more intentional than I was, <laughs> but I, I felt like leading a school, I had kids safety, their futures were at play, all that. And I felt like if I couldn't give a hundred percent, I probably, sh I should step aside and let somebody else come in and give a hundred percent. And so I did. So we went, stepped out from that one a year with no income, uh, six kids, no income. <laughs> kind of a little bit stressful. We figured out what are we doing here? Uh, I'll tell you, Chad, I, I've never worked harder in my life than that year. I mean, it was just learning that learning curve. And that was over 10 years ago now. Right? Man, that, yeah, I can't, ima I can't imagine. Um, yeah. Were you just diving into just resources and education and how to do what you wanted to? To totally learning, growing, trying, failing, all that. Right. Um, and then, you know, out of that year, actually, though, came a great relationship came first of all, uh, this kind of sense that we should be moving to Atlanta from Ohio, uh, and relationships with people like John Maxwell and others just began to fall into place. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I couldn't see the path clearly, but the more I just kept moving forward, I began to see more opportunities and, 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 and it began to open up and, you know, it's been a bumpy ride to be sure, but, uh, and it will be a bumpy ride ahead. I'm sure <laughs> we don't know what's coming, but, um, it's been a fun. I love it. I think uh, for all of us that are that have any seasons under our belt as entrepreneurs and business owners, the one thing we can count on is a bumpy ride throughout this journey, which for some weird way keeps bringing us back for more every time. So, right, right, yeah, absolutely. I I, I joke because the school we were in, uh, we shared a facility with a church, a large church, and they had this neon sign that said "Expect a Miracle." Uh, and so as an entrepreneur, I've often harkened back on that, of you know, not necessarily expect a miracle, but expect the unexpected. <laughs> Absolutely. Like flashing, like something's going to happen. I just don't know what it is. So. so, so when we talk about content and, you know, everybody's got a story to share is let's take, let's use me as kind of our case study here. You and I have worked together for a little while. You are very familiar with my process and what I do. And at this point, I got 25 years of expertise in tax and tax planning and working with business owners. Is that my, is my story tax content or is my story making entertaining ways to tell tax content or what's, how does, how do you take somebody like me as a professional that's that has a lot of expertise and has a tremendous amount of experience of and uniqueness around what I do. How do I turn that? What is expected from a story to come out of that? Yeah, a couple of different ways we could approach this. One would be, you know, often when people come to us, they have some sense of what their message is or what their okay. What their passions are even passion yes yeah. that's, that's kind of what i was thinking is passion maybe yeah that's really important you can have all kinds of skills in accounting but if, if you're not passionate about it you know i it's not probably what you should be doing right so <laughs> sure. um you know so so i think that's one of the keys is the passion and the purpose and the message so first step is always um 
reflection or yeah, reflection that is helping somebody to think back on their own story. Who, who am I? Who, who do I want to be? What are my passions about? We have a whole series of questions we go through around that. Second one is step is identification. Who's your audience? Identify who to whom you're speaking, right? Um, and we help drill down to that and get crystal clear on that, really niche down. So you have a clear focus on that because what a lot of people try to do is paint with a very broad brush and, and they miss the whole barn in doing that, right? So um, so get very clear on who that audience is, both at your core, your secondary, and then your general audience. So you know who, who you're talking to. Um, and then from that, we go through a five-step process of, of attention, figuring out what people, what that audience really wants and how to get their attention. Tension, what are the problems they have that are holding them back from what they want? What are the problems they're trying to solve, their challenges? Uh, connection, how do you really connect with them and show that you feel their pain and you have the credentials, 25 years of experience and systems and so forth. And then the solution, what is your system? Uh, and, and so sometimes people need to get clear on that system, on that process, or simplify it so it feels sticky to, to people that they get it. Like that's, that's oh, that's Chad's way he does things. It's these five things or whatever, these five components. Um, and that's really one of our strengths is, is unpacking that and then really naming it. I think we underestimate the power of naming something. Naming something gives it value. It makes it shareable. Uh, you can see this everywhere you go. I mean, uh, you know, even the car mechanic has a, was it Firestone? Had like the Firestone way or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's right. You've got, boom, this is our, this is our solution. We have packaged for you. And just naming it gives it a power. And then finally, what, what's the action? What do you want people to do as a result of reading this book and so forth? This gets into the, what are you trying to accomplish? Where are you trying to grow? What are you, what are you trying to grow? How does this book and other things with it, how does it fit that resource and help move that along? So that that's an overview of our whole storytelling structure method that we take people through. Man, that's, I mean, it's essentially what everybody needs to know to build a successful business. I mean, it's, that seems to be a model that that could spill over into everything you're doing as a person, as an entrepreneur, in your business, and your content, and your story. It it all starts to line up. And man, I know for me, I don't know. It, it's it's taken this long to figure out how important those things are, and and the the piece in there of identifying, you know, who you're speaking to, who who's your your really your core audience, who who's your ideal customer, your avatar. I don't know, for some reason, we just want to serve everybody. And and really, the, I don't know if it's fear or or what pulls us so hard the other direction. But I, as an entrepreneur, I really struggle with that because I, I can put it on paper and I can identify it. But taking the steps and action to actually follow that is is tough. And I, I get closer every year, but I never quite get there. Right. Well, and I, you know, as entrepreneurs, I think, you know, they're always got their eye on cash flow. <laughs> and and sometimes when you're just starting, it's it's well, you'll take anything. Yeah. <laughs> bills, right? And we we kind of fell into that trap several years ago. I might have shared with you this with you before, where we felt like we were we were spreading ourselves too thin. We were doing a lot of different things. We weren't going deeper, we were going broader. Mm -hmm. And I decided we needed to change that. So overnight we stepped away from 40% of our revenue immediately and decided, look, we're leaning into our sweet spots. We're storytellers. This is what we do. And so that's what we're going to do. So we cut off all kinds of things, some big names we were working with at the time. 
Um, and we focused on you know what I just talked about, helping people get their brand story told well, focusing on books and books development, that core content. And then what do you do with that? How do you monetize that beyond that? And, and that's what we've, that has continued to be our focus. Uh, it's been five years, I think, since we re, refocused in that way. And it, it has, what it has done is it, it has helped other people know who we are and what we do. Right. Hey, you want a book? You need to talk to them. You want courses? You want you need to talk to them. You want they need to talk to them. If you want other stuff, they're probably not the people <laughs> right? to help you. Man, this is super interesting because I, again, oftentimes in business and growing different things, I find myself in the position of knowing who we want to serve, but again, not having the courage to step away from forty percent of revenue is hard, and so it's often the the muddiness or the justification well i'm not going to get rid of that 40% of revenue i'm just only going to take new clients that fit the model moving forward but you said no let's 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 start let's wipe it clean uh, any regrets any are you, did something you um, would change or do different or you like that approach that's a great question uh what i would have done differently well okay what I would have done differently would have been to rewind the clock and do it differently before that. from the start <laughs> to avoid being in that position. But, <laughs> um, you know, I, 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 you know, we, we ended up, uh, one of our core team members ended up several months later because of the cutback, she had to, we, she had to go a different direction. And so we yeah. were an important part of our team. However, a year later she was back. And she's still with us now. She's a super important part of our team. Uh, we love her. Um, so, you know, yeah. Um, I, I would say the best advice is think about it before you get into that place, right? Um, and you kind of get away the costs of how much is doing those other things. What's the opportunity cost of doing those other things? How much is it keeping us from doing the things we really love to do? Because that just drains us. Yeah. And how do you, it's hard to put a dollar amount on that, but, uh, you know, when it affects your people and sucks the life out of them, then, you know, you're actually winning by cutting ties or cutting, you know, some of those customers that maybe they're, they're good people, they're doing good things, but they're not a fit for where you want the business to go. Yeah, we, we've gotten so much better, but we still struggle with that a little bit. Um, we, we just keep niching further and further down and it, the more we do, it seems the the more clarity we have in who we are, who we serve, where we're going, getting all our team kind of rolling in the same direction. It's, I don't know. It's, uh, and, and then I meet clients that are so niche and, and that, I mean, they're so successful in these little tiny areas. I mean, I have, we have one client, he's crazy successful and he makes bags for knitters. And that's all he does. That's his entire business. And it's like so funneled down. Like he's like world renowned for the bag maker for knitters. And there's, it's just so intriguing on the more I see and the more I'm exposed to how, how almost the the further down you go and the more clear you can get on exactly what you do or who you serve and, and not doing other things or getting scattered, trying to, trying yeah. to make money in other ways. It just ends up freeing up time and energy and stuff. And it, it sounds like that's, that's an important part of figuring out your story. And then the, the final piece to that of, you know, once you have it all out there, you know, what's, what do you want people to do? What's, what's the next step? How, how is that? How, what are you using that for? And I think that's a, 
probably a place a lot of people struggle with is they sure. they, they want to write a book or they their own their own social media with content, but there is no right. end item or or way they're pursuing where to go next or or what that results in for them. Absolutely, and that's why we always begin with that conversation uh, because if they if they don't have any bigger picture, then you know our advice is don't write a book yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, get clear on your ideas, get clear on your plan. And we can actually help with that to some extent um, to do that. But um, yeah, if you don't have clarity on that, then, you know, don't go forward. And that's why we kind of learned and the, the services we created were born from going through the years and figuring out what people need as they go forward and putting together packages that give them what they need, even though they don't know they need it yet, we know they're going to need it. Yeah. Right. So let, let's build that for you and explain why you need it and, and help you understand that and really push you out in the best way. I mean, here's a good example. Um, one project we did was, again, this is a good example of, of a non-big name influencer. I actually met her through uh, Lewis Howes, who's another story partner of ours. Uh, met her through his community. Uh, she, she was a real estate agent, had a passion for protecting real estate agents. And I wasn't even aware of this. They get attacked and abused quite frequently, uh, mm. even killed. Um, and so she just had a passion for that. We came alongside her, helped her write a book called Not Today, Predator. And it really is a, is a handbook for real estate agents to be safe in what they do. And that's just now we helped her create a workbook around it, training. And now she's um, in conversations with some of the largest real estate organizations in the country about bringing that safety training into their organizations and so forth. Um, but at the time we met her, she had a vague plan and we helped her all right, distill that down. <laughs> we pushed her to get clarity on that. Who are you serving? What does that look like? Uh, and now she's, she's doing good, you know, saving, saving lives, actually helping people um, to be able to live, to do what they love to do in a safe way. So. Man, that's super cool and awesome. And, and something I didn't know was a problem or something that was happening on the real estate agent side, which is yeah, crazy. How, what type of timeline do, does people go through in, in the journey with you guys? Is it multiple years? Is it six months? How does this usually look? And for an average, you know, client or customer, what does that look like? Sure. Uh, average can always vary a little bit, but typical, typical is like a nine month process. Uh, it depends on the calendar, right? So if we're yeah. going through, for instance, our, a story, our story coaching process, that's where somebody's doing the writing themselves and we're coaching them. That can be flexible. We generally say about a year for that to write it, but then we also get it into print, get it into publication, bring it to life and have it available uh, at Amazon and all the major outlets and so forth. Um, but if we're doing our story creation service, which is we're doing the writing, we're, we're going through our process to get ideas out of someone's brain and and add value. I want to stress that we don't just take your words and put them on a page. If that's what somebody wants, then we're not the right fit for them. Sure. <laughs> we seek to add value, make it even better than it could have been before between us all. Um, that process, we like to say probably about a nine month process. Okay. If, if something like Christmas falls in the way or and it gets bumped, those kind of things, that'll, that'll happen. Sure. Uh, but then if we add our story sharing service, again, which is all that components of what you need, then we'll walk with somebody for at least 12 months uh, through that process. And, and if if we're the publisher, we we continue to walk uh, alongside them as well. Uh, so it really just kind of depends on the on the project. Man, that's super awesome and and really exciting to know, hey, this is 
this is not somebody that's just going to give me a little information and turn me loose. We're going to walk through the process together and spend the right amount of time. Um, that's, I, I love that. Is this something uh, your customers or clients uh, pay monthly for? Is it set fees? Is it custom per project? How do y'all approach, um, you know, that pricing aspect of what you do? Yeah. Um, for the most part, it's, it's a set service fee. Um, they can there's a lot of ways they can do it they can pay monthly that works mm -hmm. um, whatever works for them we also offer advanced payment savings so this is a as an entrepreneurial tip right so yes uh, everybody should do that by the way they, they get a significant discount right if they pay up front uh, uh to, for some some percentage i'm i'm usually not comfortable unless we have a really good relationship i'm not comfortable with someone paying 100 percent up front just because i i think it i want to protect their interests as well right uh -huh. I at the key deliverables, which we do, but yeah, I, I, I love that model. Um, it, it's a win-win situation when we do that. So we offer all those options. Yeah. I, I love that. So many entrepreneurs, they, they, they don't consider that or they just don't do it because it feels uncomfortable, but man, the, it truly is a win-win as a, as a customer, we get a better rate as the business owner entrepreneur, you get better cash flow. It's, there's still, you know, incentive there and things because uh, I don't know. It's just I love that model, especially for starting out businesses is figure out a way to accelerate some of that cash flow and payment. And it, it's a game changer from a stress level. I agree. Yeah, it's that's uh, awesome. Um, when it when it comes to going down that journey, this is the probably the friction place for me whenever I consider anything like this. And the biggest question I would have for, for business owners that don't want to scale, like, I don't, I don't want to run an office with, with 10,000 clients or a hundred employees. I, I have no interest in scaling. We want to be boutique. We want to be the best at what we do. We want to have relationships with our customers. Um, if we don't want to scale, is this a process we should consider or is this, you should only do this if you want to scale or want to do something on a national stage? Great question. Um, it really, it really comes into your why, right? Um, uh -huh. What a lot of people we work with have realized is that they have their business and, and a book can serve as a great way of credentializing the current business, right? It, it's, it's, oh, this is, you know, we have a book, but authored by our founder or whatever, who, who's authored this. And so it, it's a, it's a way of doing things that we do. And so it becomes a value add, a way of credentializing that to prospective new clients, even though they're not looking to build uh, much beyond that at the, at the present time. Uh, but it also can open up the possibility as you develop that IP of stepping into the digital space and scaling in that space where the marginal cost isn't as high, right? So maybe you're not looking to grow the business, but could you become a trusted voice for entrepreneurs speaking to accounting issues, leveraging all your knowledge for them. And that's something that they would pay to be part of a membership group or a course or to, of, of learning of some sort as that. And so, um, you know, could, could you become someone who speaks to those topics more or is sharing that message more that would position you for that as well. Um, and I think it can also lead to even just greater education opportunities. If someone's just looking to give back as well, uh, that it allows them to speak to that as well. You know, doing what you love to do uh, certainly comes that I think that certainly comes into play. So I, I think it's a both and certainly for those who want to scale 
it's a tremendous opportunity. Um, I, I think it empowers growth. And in my experience, if you're not growing, you're dying. Right. So it depends on what growth looks like. It doesn't have to be numbers necessarily. It could be growing in a lot of different directions. So I think it, I think it helps uh, from all that. And, and I think it, for your position, um, I think it could equip you to charge more for what you do, right? Because, you know, uh, it, it's, it's, we have this level of expertise now, potentially, I don't know, you know, your industry, sure. I do, but uh, so it, c- it could be any of any and all of those things. That definitely makes sense. And, and that building that credibility and expertise on, on a more confident level allows you to grow in ways with, with different clients, with, you know, more price packages and different things. And then you hit on something that really appeals to me that that I've never thought about from that aspect is the teaching. Like I, at this place at where I'm at in my passion and career, like I love teaching, I love sharing and I, I love speaking. I love the content. I love what we research, what we do. And just, there's a huge passion behind teaching because this, what we do isn't something that people know is it's not taught in high school. It's not taught in college. It's people's parents don't know this or teach this. And so when it comes to like money and taxes and business decisions around finances or deductions or write-offs, it's, people are scared to death and they're flying blind. So there's, there is a huge passion behind teaching this and yeah, being able to line that up with storytelling, even if it doesn't mean, Hey, I don't, I don't want everybody I teach. I don't necessarily want to be clients, uh, but I still want to share stuff and help people and grow and build in those ways. Yeah. And you can think of it almost like a funnel, right? You put free content out there that, that speaks to people that helps educate them. And maybe that leads to a, a, a small price point product or service they're buying. Mm-hmm. From. And that leads to a mini course and that leads to a deeper course and that leads to who knows what, right? Um, there's just so much out there that we deal, deal with on a regular basis. You mentioned you have Jeremy on for brand builders. I know Jeremy well. Uh, we were just working together on a project recently. Um, you know, that that's one of the things that, that they often help people do is figure out ideas of where to go. And then brand builders often sends them our way for, Hey, they need to implement on this and carry it out. Can you help? Um, and so we have a great relationship with them too. I love it. That, that's awesome. And it's so cool. This, I love relationships and I love how all this stuff connects. Um, you and I connected back last year through another friend and client of mine. I have a client in Texas who connected me with Jeremy and brand builders. And then now it's all come full circle. You guys work together and it's, I don't know. So it's such a big and small world in the entrepreneur business space. And it's, it's super cool when it, when it all connects like this with awesome people, all helping each other become more successful. I love it. Um, you guys, y'all have some free resources. Um, where do people find you at? Um, how do they, how do, I know we're going to share some stuff in the show notes on where people can connect with some resources and some tips and things, but as far as like website, social media, what's the best way for people to reach out, connect, find out more about you guys? Absolutely. Our website URL is my story builders, uh, because that kind of emphasizes the relationship focus we have with people. So it's my storybuilders.com is the website uh, on social uh, at my underscore story builders. So uh, whatever your social media platform, look for us there, my underscore story builders. Uh, yeah. And we have all kinds of resources uh, that can be of help. And I'm, you know, happy to share some of those with your audience too, uh, Chad. 
Awesome. Yeah. We'll, we'll share in the show notes and then, um, connect everybody and I'll share some links on social as well. So you all can connect with Bill and, and story builders and, and then look at, you know, see if this journey is right for you. Um, well, this is my favorite part of the podcast. This is where we get to wrap things up and share a max out moment. And, and for you, Bill, if, if you could share one tactic, one tip, one takeaway, um, something our audience uh, can go out and do or learn or recommendation. What would you share as your tip takeaway max out moment um, with our audience today? Man, there's so many. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one, one tip takeaway. Um, I would say if, if I could, if I could go back over the last 10 years, if I could have gotten clearer on my story faster, and recognize the value of that story and telling it well. You know, we now have a brand story that we developed for story builders. It's it's like a three three page document or so forth, um, and we use it all the time, right? It's it's what we do for other people as well, and and it it becomes really the touchstone. So if you don't have clarity on your story, it can feel like every day you're reinventing who you are, and every conversation you're having to come up with a new way to talk about it, and it just creates so much friction, so much confusion. But when you have clarity on your story and you're focused in like that, the friction vanishes, the confusion vanishes. You can just focus on serving people, doing what you do. You don't have to reinvent the wheel all the time. Um, and so I, I would say one of the best tips I have, whether you work with us or somebody else, get clear on your story. Get clear on the story you're telling, who you're ser- who you are, who you're serving, what is it they want, what are the challenges they're facing. Why should they work with you? What's your solution? You know, I think a lot of times entrepreneurs, we're just so busy doing things that we don't have time to step back and think about that. And that's where we come in is let's come alongside and think about it for you and with you (laughs) um, and guide you through that process. But, you know, like like I said, regardless of who you work with, uh, get clear on your story. And And it makes everything so much easier. Such an awesome and valuable max out moment. I love that. For the business owner, for the entrepreneur, for what you want to do, who you want to serve, but even what I've learned, probably even more important for your employees or the people that work for you. I mean, them being able to see that vision and where you're going and who you're serving and that clarity I found is that's been a game changer for our business is us being able to figure that out. And us being able to communicate that to our team, it creates motivation and inspiration. And, and that's, yeah, such an awesome max out moment, man. That's uh, uh, it really, that story empowers your culture. Yeah. And it's very much woven into that. There's a whole nother conversation of storytelling for leaders. We could have some other time, but uh, (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Well, man, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. All of you out there listening Go to mystorybuilders.com, check this out, and really just think through a lot of these things we talked about today and reach out to Bill and his team. They are, I I can guarantee you, they will change your life. They are amazing at what they do. Um, I've got the behind the scenes kind of witness some things they do for clients and see how they operate and just could not recommend this enough for any stage of of business owner because these things are so important and growing your business. And and like you mentioned before, it's, it's almost easier to get it right from scratch from the start than it is to fix it once you get so far in. Cause I, I have been there and trying to tear something down and rebuild it when you've got all the 
overhead and expenses and emotions wrapped up in it is is hard. So, man, thank thank you so much for joining us today. And, uh, man, just really appreciate you sharing those things with us. You're welcome. Glad to be here. All right, man. Well, everybody go out there, get stronger, and we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Stronger Business Podcast. We're excited to come to you again next week with more tools and tactics to help you get stronger in your business and in your life. Check us out on Instagram at Stronger Business or follow us uh, on our website at StrongerBusiness.com. Have an awesome rest of your day and we'll see you next week.